And of course, the moment I want to start recording, the traffic starts playing up. Hello, everyone. It is Tuesday, the 9th of November, 2021 at 2351.56. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Captain Roy's Rocket Radio Show, the UK Geek Podcast, also known as Crash. This is episode 411. And after a long, long hiatus, we are back. Well, and not a long, 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 but at least a long, long break. We're back and doing the show again. The reason for that is I've been a little burned out from doing so many, possibly too many, Doctor Who-themed revisit shows. But in addition to that, personal circumstances played a part as well. I'm dealing with most of the household chores, just temporarily, and a current lack of car is not helping at all. It's been manhandled in the garage for over a week now. Ah, apparently personnel shortages. You're listening to this thinking boo-hoo-hoo, and I'd agree with you. My problems are not your problems, but the family, including myself, are also dealing with a variety of minor ailments. The situation is trying, and it's wearing me out. A good example of that is how long it took to get ready to do this show, and the next two. Today, I was supposed to do this show, and right after that, another episode, but there is no way I'm going to manage that. And if I tried doing that, then this show would suffer, because I'd be dreading doing the next one. I'm going to go to sleep after this, and do the next one much later today. Yes, because it is now the next day. But I won't be doing it immediately. I'll give it a good couple of hours, more than a couple of hours, and have a good sleep as well. The plan is to do one podcast a day, including this one for the next three days. Like I said, this sounds like a lot of whining and whinging. I suppose in some ways it is. It's certainly not an excuse for reducing the number of shows that I've been doing and the frequency of release, because work comes first. But as I have said before, if no one supports the show, very few people do, my motivation understandably crumbles. And honestly, me droning on about this stuff week in, week out is boring. It's a dull litany, a dirge, if you will. So if you want more of me speaking on the mic to you, support me with good reviews and ratings, and tip me a few quid if you can. Incidentally, the mic situation is laughable. I am in the process of upgrading again, 
I now have several mics, too many mics, and another is soon to be delivered. At that point, after thorough testing with these mics in my signal chain, I will make a final decision. Until then, to keep a couple of mics I may return in pristine condition, I will be using my Shaw SM58, which, by the way, is a fairly new and not that much used mic in my studio gear collection. It is currently hanging up in front of me on my new Elgato Wave mic arm. I'll review this newish desktop boom arm and update you with all the mic shenanigans slash shambles in a future pod. But you can't wait for that. But enough waffle. Let us talk about what we are here for, and that is continuing our vintage Doctor Who marathon. Tonight we are revisiting the Stones of Blood from 1978. As usual, let us start off with some notes on production. The Fourth Doctor is played by Tom Baker. He is assisted by his companions, Romana, played by Mary Tam, and K-9, featuring the voice of John Leeson. The director was Daryl Blake, the writer David Fisher, the producer Graham Williams, And regarding locations, filming took place on location in Warwickshire and Oxfordshire, particularly the iconic Kingsman Stone Circle in Oxfordshire. That happened in June 1978. There was additional studio filming at BBC Television Centre in July. As for the broadcast, this was Story 100, and it was Serial 3 of Season 16. It consisted of four 25-minute episodes, first broadcast from the 28th of October to the 18th of November 1978. It followed the Pirate Planet, which we talked about in Pod 405. As usual, let us first dive into the zeitgeist and tell you a little about what happened on the day of the first broadcast. From what I've read, Summer Nights, the song from Greece, sung by John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. Do you remember we used to call her Olivia Neutron-Bomb? in school? Ah, anyway, that song was number one for far too many weeks. I think it was five weeks in the UK. But I can hardly scoff, as I remember my mother taking me to see Greece earlier that same year, and we set through it three times in a row. That kind of dedication would be unthinkable nowadays. But then now we have the internet, we have 
streaming movies, DVDs. Well, we did have DVDs. It's no longer a thing, although it is still a thing at Castle Royenstein. What else? Okay, the only other thing I found, or could be bothered to find, <laughs> was that Gwendolyn Christie, who plays Brienne of Tarth in Game of Thrones, was born in Worthing on this day, the 28th of October, 1978. Let us begin with what happens. Oh, ouch, I just stabbed myself with a bloody pencil that I have elastic band to my pop filter. supposed to filter out excessive S sounds, but it also stabbed me in the right shoulder, just behind my back sort of thing. What the hell am I doing? Okay, yes. Let us talk about the plot. We begin in the TARDIS, where the Doctor is annoyed that Romana can assemble the pieces of the crystalline structure that makes up the key to time. And the Doctor and Romana continue their quest for the third piece in modern-day Cornwall. However, before they exit the TARDIS, a voice says, Beware the Black Guardian. It says it in a deep and sinister tone. The Doctor explains to Romana that she was not assigned to assist him by the President of the Time Lords, but instead by the White Guardian. And he tries to explain what the White and the Black Guardian are. For her excursion outside the TARDIS, Romana chooses highly impractical, but very sexy, strappy sandals, and they then exit the TARDIS and meet a pair of archaeologists, Professor Amelia Rumford and Vivian Fay, who are studying a megalithic circle. The Doctor notices blood and is told about a local chap, De Vries, who is leader of a cult of modern druids, who are worshippers of Kaliak, a Celt goddess of war. He leaves Romana behind to investigate the home of the nearby De Vries, because... Romana can't walk very far in her highly unsuitable but very elegant footwear. <laughs> After chatting to De Vries and looking, well, sort of looking, because they're not actually there, they are apparently being cleaned. And when I mean there, I'm talking about a set of portraits of the previous owners of De Vries' house. He is rendered unconscious and is almost sacrificed by De Vries' cult, who literally want his blood. Because they are worshipping Celiac and Celiac and the woman in the portraits are the same person, and Celiac, or the woman, or whoever that is, is using the cult to procure blood. 
the Vries brandishes a very long curved knife. And the Doctor is rescued at the last moment by the Professor. Meanwhile, after almost being chased off a cliff, Romana finds Faye activating some stones with blood. Blood, therefore, was significant. And then Faye takes her to a spaceship hidden over the stone circle in hyperspace. The Doctor recognises the stones as Ogri from the planet Ogros. The Ogri are silicate-based beings, and the source of our myths about ogres. The Doctor builds a hyperspace projector and pursues Romana and Faye to the ship, hidden for 4,000 years. On the ship... He meets a pair of justice robots called the Megara, who put him on trial. K-9, meanwhile, helps the Professor fix the projector and the pair rescue Romana, but unfortunately also bring back one of the stones, which chases them to a cottage where the archaeologists were billeted. Romana finds evidence there that Faye far from being an archaeologist, is an alien. And then she returns to the ship. It transpires that the Megara are looking for a criminal named Cersei, who stole something called the Great Seal of the planet Diplos. The Doctor suspects Faye is Cersei, but is disbelieved by the Megara until she is accidentally blasted in a struggle between her and the Doctor when the Doctor is almost executed, and her memories are scanned while she is unconscious, and the Megara are convinced by the Doctor to examine her for injuries. The Doctor retrieves the Great Seal worn by Faye, or Cersei, which is the third piece of the Crystal Key of Time, disguised as a necklace. Together with Romana's evidence, she is sentenced by the Megara to eternity as a standing stone. The Doctor rigged the ship to automatically return to Diplos before leaving it, and so escapes the Megara or at least gets a running start to get away from them. And they finally take their leave of the Professor. The Professor says that she won't be documenting everything that happened because she has her career to look after. And the Doctor and Romana and K-9 board the TARDIS, where the Doctor again struggles to assemble the three pieces. Roll credits, that is it. So, what did I think? Well, this week, obviously, the thing that was on my mind was how the camera really lingered on Romana's strappy sandaled feet. I said before how the camera lingered on her legs, and Mary Tam was a very attractive woman, but still, would you get away with that today? I don't know. 
I also thought that the story was nicely and tightly written. It proceeded at a fast pace and crammed a lot into four episodes. It didn't feel as baggy as many of the Doctor Who stories do, particularly the vintage ones. The actress who played Professor Rumford was Beatrix Lehman. She was 75 at the time. And she did a good impression of a crusty old archaeologist of any gender. I should know, I've been around enough of them. A previous career. I've complained about this before. Refer to a previous pod. (laughs) I enjoyed the usual Tom Baker clowning about, particularly when he matadors one of the murderous stones right off the side of a cliff. And those are my rather brief thoughts of the Stones of Blood from 1978. What else? As for trivia, not that much, though a little more on Beatrix Lehman. Though this wasn't her last role, she died a year later, after quite a long and distinguished career. I also found out that the audiobook of this story was read by Susan Angle, who plays Faye and Sese and Kaliak. If I'm saying Kaliak wrong, I apologise. Let me know, though. And that is it. That is it. Ah. I'm glad to be back. Now that we're in the after-show section, let me give you a little update about what happened during the show. Well, there were a lot of noise interruptions from both outside and inside. I moved my mic from the desk-mounted boom arm to the mic stand because I found I kept bumping the desk with my hands. Please let me know if all this faffing around with the audio setup has improved or degraded audio quality, because there has been a lot of faffing around. It's not just the mic stand, the mic. I've also been changing the format slightly, because it does seem a little ridiculous recording this at such a high resolution, when it doesn't come out the mic at that resolution. It's just a digital resolution that's inflated up. I don't think my rig and Windows can record higher than something KBPS anyway. A lot of technical nonsense. Just let me know if the sound is getting better or worse. What else? Well, not much really. I'm glad to be back and talking to you. I feel like podcasting has long become part of my life now, and if I'm not doing it twice a week, I just feel off and a little strange, as if something isn't quite right. Well, it really isn't, so (laughs) there you are. 
The other thing I wanted to mention before I forget, you might be wondering why I talk so much about myself during these pods, which are mostly about science fiction, fantasy and horror, and whatever other geekly thing that has crossed my mind. Partly it's because this is a geek life as well as a waffle about things that geeks like, pod, but also because I view it as a kind of diary, and if I just treat it like a strict performance rather than half performance and half diary, then when I look back on what I recorded over the years, I won't know how I felt at that time and what was going on in my life. So this is a kind of reminder to myself when my memory starts to flag, if it already isn't, of how things were back then. I'm sure doing this will somehow bite me in the backside at some stage, but you know what, who cares? I think that whole diary aspect is also more evident this year as I've moved to archive.org. So hopefully, unless archive.org suddenly goes out of business, well, they're not a business, they're a non-profit, but you know what I mean. If they cease being around and all their content disappears, then my podcast will disappear. But that is less likely than going with a podcast service that you pay for monthly. Because what happens when you stop paying? Your stuff goes anyway. Hopefully, having my podcast on archive.org means that it will outlast me. And it will be some kind of record to what things were like in 2021. A continuing year of a pandemic. Tomorrow we are finally talking about Dune. Yes, I finally got round to putting my notes together for that. I watched it with my mother quite recently, because she has just read the novel for the first time, and she was very interested in seeing the movie. And I read the books back when I was a teenager and have read them a few times over the years. I've seen the David Lynch film. I've seen the Hallmark TV series. I am so into the Dune universe. But I will attempt to give you an objective view of what I thought. And that's coming up in the next pod The one after that, we'll be talking about the Netflix series Midnight Mass. Until then, that is it from me. The show that you just listened to is made by me, Roy Matur, a writer. Matur is spelt M-A-T-H-U-R. I bet you're fed up of hearing me say that. And you can find more about me or get in touch at RoyMatur.com. If you want to help, please review and rate the show on whatever platform you listen. Recommend it to a friend or a mortal enemy. Or click on the contact or support link on the website. Goodbye everyone. 
Thanks for tuning in. You are listening to Crash the UK Geek Podcast, episode 411, recorded on Tuesday, the 9th of November 2021, and ending the following day on Wednesday, the 10th of November 2021, at 003754. Thanks for listening, and bye bye for now. Bye.